Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Another chilly start, warming up to a whopping 59 today. Wow, that's the sweaty weather. Not sweater weather, sweaty weather. Sweaty weather. Yeah, it means it's getting, I'm being sarcastic as to how hot it's going to get today. Didn't pick up on that sarcasm, Cheyenne. You didn't pick up on that at all? (laughs) Are you being sarcastic about me being sarcastic? Maybe a little bit. Uh, maybe this will warm me up. The uh, announcement for the Chandler Ostrich Festival was announced yesterday. Ooh, okay. Uh, Chris Lane, Lauren Elena. Oh, I love them. Uh, they'll be there for weekend number two, which okay. will be March 16th. And I'm actually excited about weekend number one. Haven't seen these guys in a while. And they're reuniting the team, Cheyenne. Ooh, which means they're older. Big and rich. Ooh. Also, Gretchen Wilson. <gasps> And Cowboy Troy. Okay. You remember the name of their uh, little little group? No. The Music Mafia, Cheyenne. Oh. They're the Music Mafia. Oh, that's and right. And they haven't been the Music Mafia. I guess technically they could have been the Music Mafia all these years. Um. But, I mean, back in their prime, when they were the Music Mafia, I mean, that was the team there. Gretchen Wilson, the Redneck Woman, Big and Rich and all their songs. Cowboy Troy. I'm sure he's got a great song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't name it right name now. One. <laughs> but they're the crew, man. They're, they're kind of bringing the old team together. That's awesome. I love that. And like you might remember the Ostrich Festival last year. It was last year or the year before when they brought the band Perry back. That was, ooh, was that last year? It might have been last year. Because we talked to Kimberly per- Perry in reference that, but they might have opened for Walker Hayes a couple of years ago. But I truly I don't, don't know, remember. It's like this ostrich festival just like has a way of reuniting people. I love that. Like the band Perry. They had, yeah. they had separated and they did their own thing. They did, they did their EDM thing and Kimberly Perry called it their punk rock era. It's a phase. It was a phase. It, it was a phase. <laughs> you know, now she's doing her solo uh, uh, country music career. Yeah. Look at the ostrich festival. Bring them back together. The music mafia. I'm here for that. I'm, I'm personally more excited for Chris Lane and Lauren Elena because I love well, Lauren. Well, Lauren Elena is your girl. Yeah, I yeah. love her. She's fantastic. So uh, those tickets are on sale now, but the Ostrich Festival runs March 18th to the 17th, which ahead of that, we got the Phoenix Open. It runs what? March 8th, or I'm sorry, March 8th to the 17th. Okay, I was like the 18th through the 17th. That's a little backwards. That's right. <laughs> you start, then we go back in time for uh, day number one. Camel Country 107.9. Gunner and Cheyenne. Safe to say that we live in a different world these days than we did back when we were late teens, early 20s. Uh-huh. I mean, me. definitely. Now, people in their late teens, early 20s, uh, I guess you would refer to them as Gen Z. Right. What do you typically bring to a job interview? Oh. Well, I'll, I'll just intro it that way. <laughs> okay. Because okay? I'm, I'm, I'm headed somewhere with this, okay. with Gen Z and what hiring managers are saying Gen Z are bringing with them to a job interview. 
Okay. You and your age of 33, Cheyenne, uh-huh. you are uh, a millennial. Right. If you were to show up, go to a job interview, what would you bring with you? A professional outfit. Got to have that. Okay. That's important. A copy of my resume, a copy of my cover letter, and I would only bring in my purse and try to remove any stuff that could be, okay. like, shouldn't be in it. Um, Why? There's hiring <laughs> managers and executives that are involved in hiring are saying that recent college graduates, Gen Zers, are bringing parents with them to job interviews. Shut up. So this is one in five employers have said that they have had a recent college graduate bring a parent with them. Still one in five is one too many. Uh, <laughs> well, I keep, I'm still trying now, to process. We, so it may be overprotective parents pushing their way into the situation is what some people uh-huh. are assuming or people you know that are reviewing this survey or whatever they're saying it could be overprotective parents pushing their way in right but still you got to tell mom to stay home or dad to stay home right that's mortifying i don't remember the last time i took my mom no offense mom i don't remember last time i took her to anything that wasn't fun like she doesn't (laughs) go to doctor's appointments with me i would never take her to a job interview take your mom with you your gynecologist i mean no preferably not (laughs) unless it was something that was like she needed to be there but for. Yeah, but just imagine being like a hiring manager and you're waiting for uh, Billy to show up for whatever sales job. Yeah. And then Billy's mom's with him, you know, in the interview as the interview's going on. That's uncomfortable. That's she uncomfortable for in, like, everybody. But my son, Billy, he's really, he's really like, he's on time to everything. Aren't you really you Billy? hire him. Aren't you? Yeah, aren't you like Billy? coaxing him yeah. along? No, 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 no. There's so much wrong with that. And if you're that parent, don't do that. You gotta let your bird fly. Yeah. You know. If they fall out the nest, they fall out the nest. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. 53% of employers say that recent college graduates struggle with eye contact during interviews as well. What? Others ask for unreasonable compensation, like way above. Yeah, okay, I get that. (laughs) Showing up to a McDonald's interview with your mom and asking for $50 an hour. Yeah. It's not going to work. No. They're dressing inappropriately and they're using inappropriate language. I mean, honestly... Sorry, Gen Z. Um, I've met I met a few Gen Zers, and that makes sense. Like, I get it. So, Gen Z is uh, what late mid to late nineties uh, to the early twenty tens. Yeah. So, if that is you, don't bring your parent to a job interview. Ask a millennial for how you should go to a job <laughs> work on, interview. Work on that eye contact. It's all about the confidence, you know. It is. That's exactly what it is at a job interview. You're not having that confidence where you got mom with you or dad with you. So. That's a terrible idea. Right. <laughs> Camel Country 1079. Well, there's a lot of reaction uh, coming in about this survey we mentioned minutes ago, Cheyenne, that one in five employers say that they've had a recent college graduate bring a parent to a job interview. I'm still trying to process the notion that that would be okay to somebody. Uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of people texted in, like just thinking how, how weird that is Yeah, to have a parent attend your job interview and... I'm uh, a millennial, technically. I'm three days into the millennial window. I don't like to proclaim that I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. <laughs> You're like right in the middle of the millennial I know window. I am. Yeah. I could almost be like I'm, uh, what am I, Gen X? Yeah. Yeah. But you're still um, a millennial, whether you yeah. like it or not. <laughs> but even like when I was going to my Chuck E. Cheese interviews mm-hmm. and my Taco Bell interviews, never, never would my uh, mom or dad ever come along with me. Right. And what's interesting to me about this is that the parents who are going on interviews with their kids are like people that are millennials my age that were raised the way that I was. And it just, it baffles me that you weren't raised like that. So at what point did you like flip the script on yourself and become this like overbearing 
helicopter. Parent. Oh yeah, a lot of for the parents that are going yeah. on these interviews. Yeah, like for that. Sure. That to me baffles. Yeah, it baffles me. Could these numbers be swayed by fifteen-year-olds going and getting their first high school job? That's a text that came uh-huh. in from the nine five one. Thank you for that. But even then, are you going to that McDonald's job interview? With your kid? No. I'll drive you yeah. and I'll drop you off. I'm not going inside. Yeah, hey, you wait in the you. car. You wait in the parking lot. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Text at 360. My dad was in my interview, but it's because he was my boss. <laughs> uh, you don't count. Get out of here. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the kids these days, the, the graduates, uh-huh. you know, they feel entitled, I think. And they're they're very lazy, I think. <laughs> Right? You know, because, I mean, we also mentioned that survey. They yeah. were asking for high salaries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even these days, uh, and maybe it was the pandemic. Who knows? But people got a taste of what it's like being at home all the time. Which is nice. It's definitely, I mean, that that aspect of it is nice. Text the 602. My son is 23, graduated to be a firefighter. After he graduated, he found out he had to be a floater and travel from station to station for the first two years. And he considered that out to not pursue being a firefighter. Because he had to go from station mm. to station. I mean, I grew up on a fire department, so I have a lot of very personal opinions about that. Yeah. And I worked on a fire department for a long time. Being a floater is just kind of the part of the probation, and it is what it is. Well, maybe he, going into it, he thought, you know, the camaraderie, the brotherhood. Which is you know, still there. It's there, but can it be there when you're working with somebody new every single day, yes. week, month, whatever the case is? Absolutely, because it comes with the respect of the job. Because it's like that on the ambulances, too. Not everybody has the kosher life of having the same partner every Every single time on an ambulance, which yeah. I've also done. I could see where it would be uncomfortable going from station to station. Yeah, definitely. You but know? eventually you get to know your you get to know the people within the department on every shift. Yeah. And honestly, walking out of school in a big city like this and getting on to a fire department in general, it, it's a blessing. Floating or not. But Gen Z, not, I mean, it's it's not everybody in Gen Z. Right. There's some in Gen Z that are like this, you know, and bringing their parents to their interviews and stuff like that. But just got to tell them, man up. There's man good up. eggs Let's in go. every generation. There's equally bad eggs in yeah. every generation. I'm curious, though. Did you bring a parent with you to your job interview? I'm, I'm hoping there's zero texts that yeah. come in. But if that is you... We'll do an impromptu Tuesday confessions. Come on, just bring it at us. <laughs> Did you bring a parent to your job interview? You can text us at 22108. Camel Country 1079. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Chris in Mesa is dealing with a big decision today, Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, Chris, what do you got, man? So I got invited to Italy. So a little backstory. So I work in sales, and you know, a lot of times when you work in sales, you hit your mark for the quarter. Like you get these awesome bonuses and awesome, like sometimes vacation trips to you know, kind of wherever. Yeah. So Italy's been on my list forever, like ever, ever, and I, I and I have this opportunity to go to Italy pretty much for free. Outside of my airfare, everything, including food, hotel, accommodations, little packages of like you know when you go on tours. That kind of stuff is taken care of. Wow. What company do you work for? That's amazing. (laughs) I'd be like, where's my airfare? I mean, (laughs) they're good, but are they that good? Cheap skates? Come on. (laughs) Yeah. So, what's the issue? Because that sounds fantastic. The issue is, is that the same week is my sister's second wedding. And I can't do both. Now, obviously, if I'm going to her wedding, I'm going to be flying in for that too which is fine, but this happened to be the same exact week as this Italy trip. And I love my sister. However, it is her second wedding. Yes. I've oh already been to one of them. Oh, my gosh. You know, am I a jerk? <laughs> so, I feel like the second wedding doesn't have that sentimental impact that the first wedding does. Right? Because the first wedding should have been it. Right? You, you say your vows, you're supposed to be with them forever. You think he feels the ice under his feet breaking every time he opens his mouth sometimes? <laughs> Me? Yes. Why? This is a thin ice topic. Why? Because I will be having a second wedding at some point, hopefully. At some I point know. in my You've life. already had your first wedding. And if I my mean, brothers didn't come to my wedding and chose to go on a trip, I would lose my mind. But would you say your second wedding is going to be as special and extravagant as the first? It'll be better? It'll be way better than it was. First of all, my first wedding, as wonderful as it was, was kind of like a a revenge mission on my dad. Okay. And like nobody was happy. Well, that's your choice. Everybody should have the the one wedding. You take the vows. That must be nice to be in a situation where you are still married. Like, that's cool. Like I I said, thin ice. Just just live up to the vows that I made on my wedding day, Cheyenne. Must be nice to not have to, you know, deal with that. Yeah. How long was her first marriage? It was three and a half years. And did it end because of anything that she did? No, no, not at all. So she's, she's now in a new relationship. She's obviously in love enough to get married. That's right. Does it matter? Well, Still it matters, the second it wedding. It would matter to me, but it just uh, what matters is the fact that she has moved on. She is in love, and she's having a ceremony and a wedding to make that unification. And I think that that's important. You said you had to fly out for this second wedding. Yeah, because it's in Connecticut. Italy's not going anywhere. Your sister's gonna have a third wedding, so, so might why I, might as well. That? <laughs> this is her second. So what's stopping her from having a third? Hopefully the second marriage. Hopefully the first marriage should have stopped her from having a second one. But that's not the way that it works. All right, Camel Nation, what say you? Our phone number is 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. What does Chris do here? Does he go on the family side of things, buy that ticket to Connecticut, and attend his sister's second wedding, which is no guarantee this is going to be the last one? Uh, Or does he take the work trip and go to Italy, his dream Destination where Italy will always be. It's not going anywhere. Anytime you don't know. Soon. You don't know that. Just like marriages, you don't know that. So what does he it's do? It's a country. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. But again, you take your vows. You should be sticking in that relationship. 
that's... Same thing, right? Nah, Almost. No. All right, what are your thoughts, Camel Nation? You can text us at 22108. Camel Country 107.9. Well, do you go to your sister's wedding or do you take that pretty much free trip to Italy? That is a big decision that somebody is facing today. That somebody is Chris in Mesa. We talked to him just minutes ago. And so his sister's having her second wedding in Connecticut. The exact same time that he has a uh, work trip or was it was it through work? It was a work trip opportunity. Okay, to be in Italy, food and accommodations all taken care of. All he has to pay for is air travel. So that's kind of the pickle he's working in. Do I pay for the air travel and go to my uh, sister's wedding in Connecticut? Which I'm, I'm assuming the air travel to Connecticut is the same to Italy. <laughs> as it is to Italy. Because, I, mean, I mean, do we have direct flights to Connecticut from here? Oh, I don't know. That's uh, great but it'd, be, but it'd be about the same price, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. You know? But um, so what does he do? This is the pickle that uh, Chris and Mesa is in. The decision that he is facing. And I said, go to Italy. And I mean, it's your sister's second wedding. I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming that you were a part of the first one. Mm-hmm. We didn't ask him that question, but we've got to assume, right? Yeah. So that one didn't work out. Now she's got a second one. But now he's got an opportunity at his dream trip to Italy. I say go to Italy. You say go to the sister's wedding. Absolutely. As somebody who eventually like will have a second wedding, yeah, 100%. Uh, what do you think? Uh, we got pages and pages of uh-huh. texts that came in. What? What do you think the majority is saying? I would like to say that the majority is support your sister and go to the wedding. Well, you would be wrong, Cheyenne. Well, that's unfortunate. Of all the pages of text, there's one person that says go to your sister's wedding. That's unfortunate. Uh, here's what everybody else is saying. Text the 661. Uh, take the trip. I wouldn't want my sibling to miss out on such a wonderful and rewarding experience like that. Family should understand. I'm all for living life to the fullest since we only live once. You want to go to Italy? Go to Italy. See, that text makes sense in the context of have the conversation. Because he didn't even say that he had had a conversation. Like, if your sister's well, okay with that, then that's a no- yeah, that's something completely you gotta different. You got to assume that he's going to have that conversation. He's not just going to book a flight to Italy and go without saying anything. I mean, you have to have the conversation prior to booking the flight. Uh, text the 928. Tell her to video the wedding. Italy is awesome. Text the 480. Go on the trip. There might be more weddings, and it's a free trip. And this coming from a woman. Text that there might be more weddings. <laughs> That's what I said. I yeah, mean, it's I don't the second like wedding. That. There's no guarantee. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't like that thought, yeah. that notion. Uh-uh. Text with the 602. I'm an only child, so don't have to make that decision. <laughs> but I did have a second wedding, which was smaller and more intimate. And if I did have a sibling, I would have told them to go to Italy. Okay. And that's, again, that comes down to having the conversation with, like, your your yeah. sibling. Text with the 480, take her to dinner, tell the situa- tell her the situation, then go to Italy. Text with the 623, tell her he will be at the third wedding. Oh my gosh, <laughs> stop it. I'm kind of, I don't know, man. I mean, it is the second wedding, you know, you, I, you had the privilege or you, you were blessed with my presence at your first wedding. Not my fault that one didn't work out. I'm going to Italy. I That's think that not having the conversation... Is the problem. So it's all about the conversation. Yeah, I think if she blesses you with that and says, yeah, absolutely, I hear you. It is my second wedding, whatever the situation is. That's one thing. Just being like, no, I'm not going because it's your second wedding. You should have well, made it work the I think, first yeah, time is a the, problem. It's all the presentation of what you're the presentation. It's having it the, the respect. Presentation. It's the respect of like having the conversation with your sibling. Yeah. Because for me, if my brothers came, as much as I would love my brothers to go to Italy, they weren't really involved in my first wedding. They hated my husband at the time. So if they had that conversation with you and said, I would, I would say like- it would mean the world to me if you would still come to my wedding. <laughs> Man, you're going to guilt them into going. No, I just would like them for them to be there yeah. and be participate.
participants um, in it. But for uh, Chris and Mason, the majority say go to Italy, but it sounds like have that conversation, yeah. which I'd assume you would. You know, I mean, your your brother, sister. Hopefully. You know, have that conversation, uh-huh. but enjoy Italy, man. Send some photos. <laughs> Throw some romantic city out there. Enjoy Connecticut. Gunner <laughs> right. and Cheyenne. Have you ever ordered something and could not pay for it because you didn't realize the price at the time? How do you Is even that, do that? So they to answer your question, no. No, it's never happened to you. There's a gal on TikTok who's going viral because she's sharing her story about how she accidentally ordered a two thousand four hundred dollar cocktail, consumed it. And realized the price when the check came, and she had to tell the the restaurant that she cannot pay for it. First of all, what cocktail was this, and why was it twenty four hundred dollars? Well, I mean, you've been to Maple and Ash, yeah. Right? You've been to high end steakhouses, mm-hmm. as have I. Some of those menus don't have prices on, right? Them. I can kind of understand mm-hmm. why. You know, she would not know the price of the drink at the time. I hear what you're saying because a lot, like Maple and Ash, some the drinks yeah. don't have costs on yeah. them, but. Like, I have a crippling fear of my card declining. (laughs) (laughs) So do you ask, like, what the drink costs as you order it? Uh, Not really, because it's more so, like, I make sure that I have, like, an acceptable amount of money in my bank account before I I go. But how do you know that's not a $2,000 drink, then, that's on the menu? Because, honestly, I don't buy, I'm like, I don't buy those drinks. I generally just stick with Jack and Coke no matter where I go, or, like, a margarita. Right. Something like that. Until they reach for that 200-year-old barrel-aged whiskey. (laughs) That you didn't ask for, and then you find out it's on the check for two thousand dollars. Hey, that's on them, not me. <laughs> but no, like I just, I if it's, I don't know if I even if I question how much it's going to be because like I'll read the liquors and stuff, and like you can yeah. generally, I think, gauge. Then I like, what do you do? That? You do the comparison of the the liquor on the. Well, the actual I'll look at it because I know what wow. like things cost on a general scale. So if there's like eight different liquors in something and they're high end, yeah. uh, you know that it's going to be expensive. I would like to know what made this drink two thousand four hundred dollars though. Exactly. I mean, holy moly! Is it like all gold schlager and the only thing in it was the gold flakes? Yeah. I don't understand. But but, but how, again, like we're sitting here talking about a twenty four hundred dollar drink. Uh-huh. She's probably not thinking that that drink's twenty four hundred dollars on the menu. But she was at an upscale restaurant. Uh I mean, she had to have an inkling that maybe it was maybe a couple hundred dollars, maybe. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know, but $2,400. I've never been in that situation to where (laughs) to order something and not be able to pay for it. Yeah. At Disney, when we were there, Disney does a great job at convincing you to buy their merchandise (laughs) because everybody's everybody's wearing it in the park. (laughs) So I went to one of the Disney stores there at Disneyland Uh and I found this Disney, it was a sweater. Yeah. Right? And the normal long sleeve sweaters are about 70 bucks. Yeah. Right? So I get up to the cashier with the sweater. It rings in at $100. I'm like, I don't need the sweater that bad. And then she just took it and I walked away. It wasn't like I consumed it and had to convince myself out of it. But that's the only time that I went and tried to purchase something and realized the price at that moment. Yeah. You know, not ahead of ordering it. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I I could see how that would happen to people. But how did the restaurant react when she said, I can't afford my $2,400 drink? We got dishes in the back. No, they were very understanding to it. What? Yeah, they said that's all right. We got you covered. That's that just goes to show how much money that restaurant <laughs> makes to where it's fine. What the, what the markup is on that drink? Yeah. yeah. So they let her off the hook for it. <laughs> but have you ever ordered something and couldn't pay for it because you didn't realize the price at the time? And how did the business handle it? This just gives this whole story and topic gives me anxiety. <laughs>
<laughs> the fear. You've the got a fear. story for us. We'd love to hear it. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, have you ever ordered something and when the check came, when it came time to pay for that something, it was just way more expensive than you ever imagined and you just were not able to afford it? There's a gal, I don't know where this happened at, it's on TikTok, but she's telling her story about going to this expensive restaurant, ordering a drink, consuming that drink, and when the check came, the drink was $2,400. That's insane. I, I really ha- I want to know where this restaurant was and what was in this drink that made it so expensive. Yeah. Is it in a gold cup? And am I drinking pure <laughs> gold? Like, just because you say it's liquid gold, is it really? Why is it so expensive? Well, they trekked the hills of Russia, Cheyenne, to get the uh, premium (laughs) vodka and had a troll personally deliver it to the restaurant. See, if that was in the description, it would make so much sense. And would you still buy it? (laughs) No. I want troll delivered vodka. I'll pay $2,400 for that. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. But the restaurant let her off the hook. She's like, I can't afford this. I don't have $2,400 to pay for this drink. Yeah. And the restaurant let her off the hook. That is fascinating to me. But what else would they do? I would make her wash some dishes. I don't know. You'd make her wash the dishes? I mean, that's what I that's what I assume happens in a restaurant. Right, well, we pay our dishwashers $18 an hour. <laughs> so, so we'll see you for the next 50 yeah, years. Get to work. <laughs> texts are coming in at 2218. A couple of um, interesting texts here. Okay. Um, text from the 571. I got my hair done. And the lady and I had agreed on a price of $200. When I was done, she then informed me that it was $1,000. What? When I told her I could not afford it, she said she'd have to call the police if I didn't pay. So I had to call around and borrow money. And my mother uh, uh, helped me out and I was able to pay it. I'd be like, call the police. Especially if you have the text that says it was $200. It was probably a verbal agreement. Oh, that sucks. But maybe there was like upsells. During the oh maybe the hair being done and those upsells were a pretty penny when they thought they were complimentary or something yeah. like that. Interesting. That sucks. Text of the Freudo. My friend and I went to Vegas as 16-year-olds to visit her sister. We were not able to go into any of the casinos. We were walking around the mall area. We saw a gelato stand, and my friend offered uh, to purchase the gelato. We each got one scoop. Each scoop turned out to be $22, so the total tab was almost $50 with tax. We didn't know that. There was no price tag. So we spent all of our spending money on a mediocre scoop of gelato. Oh, my gosh. As a 16-year-old, I could t- like that would rip yeah, my like, stomach apart. Yeah, it's like it's, it's ice cream. Yeah. Can't be that expensive. <laughs> $22 later. And this was uh, 20 years ago. So maybe that gelato is like twice the price now. I mean, probably. It's Vegas. Yeah. Wow. And this has now solidified yeah, my fear of my card getting declined. <laughs> well, and also, you know, take it as a lesson to make it, sure the price. Yeah. If there's no price, I want to ask. There's nothing wrong with asking. And I'd be like, if you got to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> no. I know. What are you going to Mabel and Ashford asking the price of a drink? <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. You can't afford the water. There's an Applebee's down the road. If you're asking the price of the drink at Mabel and Ash, they got a two Applebee's. for 22 down there. You can go hit that up. Camel Country 1079. You've been following this Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, back and forth. No. Yeah, we've been following it at why, all. Why would I? You've I know heard it. I know about it because okay. I've seen headlines, but. 
why would I follow that garbage? Um, well, it's kind of just all over my social media timeline. You know, I'm trying to catch up on exactly what happened here. But uh, long story short, uh, Aaron Rodgers suggested last week that Kimmel would be outed as an associate of Jeffrey Epstein. Rodgers mentioned this on the Pat McAfee show, which is a sports talk show on ESPN. And Kimmel then threatened legal action against Rogers. And this is all last week. Right. So when Jimmy Kimmel's show came back to TV on Monday, Kimmel finally had an opportunity to dig back at Aaron Rodgers, you know, on TV. Yeah. Here's what Jimmy Kimmel said about Aaron Rodgers. They're just kind of going back and forth. So here's uh, here's Jimmy Kimmel now on his show, digging into Aaron Rodgers. Here Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself. Because he had success on the football field, he believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate. Someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a he put on a magic helmet and he, that G made him a genius. It's, the, the G being the Green Bay Packers. I mean... Yeah. Kimmel's not wrong. Those are very valid points. So Kimmel said that the other day on his show. Uh Aaron Rodgers was back on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Aaron Rodgers decided to dig at Jimmy Kimmel and his schooling, which Jimmy Kimmel went to ASU. Oh, I didn't know that. He went to Arizona State University. Oh, that's really cool. Taking a dig at ASU is what Aaron Rodgers is doing here, talking about the schooling not being all that great and stuff. But uh, here is Aaron Rodgers and his mentioning of ASU. I'm glad that Jimmy is not on the list. I really am. I don't think uh, he's the P word. It's impressive that a man who went to uh, Arizona State and has 10 joke writers can read off a prompter. So, you know, my education at JUCO and my three semesters at Cal that I'm very proud of has worked out for me, and I'm glad to see it's worked out for him as well. So I wish him the best. Again, I don't give a what he says about me. But as long as he understands what actually said, that I'm not accusing him of being on a list, then I'm all for moving. Because Aaron Rodgers... quite literally the original statement. Denies, you know, saying that he was on the actual list. But, I mean, have they always had, like, beef? Is there a reason, like, why Kimmel and Rodgers are going back and forth? I mean, maybe a year at the most. Yeah. But even then, I think it's just Aaron being a little sensitive to jokes. It was yeah. nothing that nothing that attacked his character, yeah. like his true character as a man. Well, and Kimmel's a comedian. You know, yeah. it's a comedy show. It's a late night comedy show. Which is yeah. why even his comeback about the education is hilarious because <laughs> Kimmel was sticking up for scientists and learned doctors. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. <laughs> he never that's claimed true. he was a genius from ASU. Yeah. So yeah. like that's why his comeback was even like, okay, buddy. Is ASU <laughs> schooling subpar or something? I mean, I, no, I ASU under- is a phenomenal yeah, school. I think, it was, I think it is too. Isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, it's still a good school. People are going. People yeah, are graduating. It's good, it's good enough. It's, yeah. well, and what do we learn from this? Jimmy Kimmel's an alumni of ASU. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story. Did you know? I didn't. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What did the wolf say when he stubbed his toe? <laughs> what did the wolf say when he stubbed his toe? Ow! I knew it. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Ouch. <laughs> Ow! <laughs>
<laughs> Cheyenne's dad jokes every weekday morning at 7.50 here oh, on Camel Country. Oh, it's always a good one. Yeah, I like it. That's how I sound when I stub my toe, too. It is exactly yeah. how you sound. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. When's the last time we've heard from Sandra Bullock? Is it Bird Box? Uh, Back in 2020, remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one, but she was in Bullet Train and The Lost City. Okay. She's back in the news. Um, she recently lost her partner, Brian Randall. He had a dying wish of his ashes being spread on the Snake River in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh. And she did this in honor of uh, what would have been his 58th birthday. Oh. Uh, he passed away in August uh, from ALS after a th- private three-year battle. Yeah. Uh, I guess they met back in 2015. Sandra's sister posted a video of the snowy landscape and said, quote, happy birthday, Bri. Sandy brought you to the river just as she promised. Okay, that's going to make that's me sweet. cry. It must be like like Jackson Hole. It's a little, beautiful. Be, little beautiful town out yeah. there in Wyoming. So they must have spent a lot of time out there, special place. Yeah. So have you ever thought about like where you would want your ashes spread? Is there anywhere like special that you would want to be laid forever oh, at that man. location? I mean, I haven't really even thought about if I want to be like traditionally buried or if I want to be cremated. You know, my brother, my dad, my mm-hmm. grandma all died within the last uh, 15 years. Right. My mom has them cremated in urns at her house, which kind of sounds creepy, <laughs> but neither of them, all three of them, did not have like a dying wish as to where they want their ashes buried. So we're just keeping them all together. We're going to put them somewhere, do something with them. Right. Right. But if you had the choice to tell somebody right now or tell family or tell me, you know, I'll be uh-huh. in charge of your ashes if you want me to. Aww. Um, where you, you would like me to spread you out? Um, I think that if I were to choose, don't do not do this because this is like not, it's very much frowned upon and you will get banned for life. But if I were to choose one place and it were acceptable, I think Disneyland would yeah. probably be a place But you know me. what, Cheyenne? You are worth the risk. Oh. <laughs> How about that? I would never ask, like I would never want somebody to get in trouble for that. So just get a Disney tattoo and put put some of my ashes within the Disney tattoo and we'll call it good. You're dead. Who cares what happens to him, Cheyenne? I care. Yeah, your dying wish, your wish is to be spread at Disneyland. We'll make it happen. Make it work. There's ways of doing it. I'm sure that people still do it to this day. I mean, Disneyland's been around for years and years. It's the happiest place on earth. They have a heck of a brand going on and people love that brand. Yeah. So why not be spread where their love is? A, where would you want to be spread? I'm going to be cremated and turned into a vinyl record or several. Oh, a vinyl, vinyl record. Yeah. What? You they, can do that? Yep. There's a company based in the UK that does it. Like, does it play or is it just like for decorative purposes? It's playable. Would it be a particular album or like how? From what I gather on the website, a lot of people do pick their favorite songs and whatnot. But because I dabble in music, I'm I would have original recordings. Okay, so, first of all, give yourself way more credit than that. You are a music creator. You yeah. don't just dabble. You're so you got a good. Whole beat laboratory and everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so wiki, so wiki. some of those originals that you have come up with in beat laboratory, you'd put it on this record. Your ashes would be pressed into this record. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming what your daughter would have it, or yeah, well, several. You can. I was thinking about doing maybe ten. That's so copies. cool. Yeah, well, you I can mean, pick a song for the A side, the B side. What? I was gonna, I was gonna include vocal recordings as well, so I could like talk to her, leave her a message, whatever. <gasps> That's cool. That's awesome. I'm done and with today. Whatever, and whatever she's missing, Dad, she can just put the record on and know that his ashes are in that record. But you said like ten. You're under six feet. Can you get ten records out of? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe eight and a half. <laughs> eight and a half. <laughs> it's not a. A foot of ashes per hey, record. I'm just saying, there's, there's more mass on like a, a taller person. You know, it's. 
I don't know. I don't know how all that works, Cheyenne. I would probably want my ashes spread in Las Vegas or something. That's my happy spot. That you know. makes sense. Uh, Camel Nation, what would it be for you? Where would you want your ashes spread? Or maybe you recently did it, you know, for uh, for a loved one and they wanted it spread somewhere. 602-894-5653. You could also text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, when your time comes and you end up being cremated, if that's the, the decision that you go with, mm-hmm. where would you want to be spread? Where would that be for you? Sandra Bullock recently spread her partner Brian Randall's ashes on the Snake River in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That was his special spot. Mm -hmm. Him and Sandra went to uh, Jackson Hole a lot, apparently. So it was a special place for him. And I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Where would that be for you? Or maybe you spread a uh, loved one's ashes somewhere recently and it was a special spot for them. What? What? Where is that location? 602-894-5653. For Cheyenne, it would be Disneyland. Like, where at Disneyland? Probably somewhere around the castle. Like, somewhere where, like, there's just a lot of really good memories yeah. in, in that town square, that town circle. Be pretty easy, it's Cheyenne. First, you know, first looks. Yeah. Be pretty easy. I'll just grab a hand, handful of Cheyenne and... <laughs> <laughs> no, just a cough. Now, man, that, guy, that guy's got some hardcore allergies. Look at that. Look at all the debris coming from his mouth. That's yeah, disgusting. that was weird. <laughs> Gross. For me, it'd be Las Vegas. For Abe, he said he wants to get pressed into a uh, uh, a vinyl record, which I guess is a company that does that. Which is so cool. Out of the three of us in here, Abe is the coolest person in this yeah, room. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. For you know, sure. And then his daughter could put the record on and listen to dad's original music because that's, that's what he awesome. would put on the record along with his ashes and stuff. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Jill is in Phoenix. Uh, Jill, you uh, spread a loved one's ashes out? Yeah, so my grandfather though he passed away and he was a huge fan of the Diamondbacks yeah and so I spread his ashes at Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play (laughs) what that's so cool like where at Chase Field well so like I had to be a little sneaky about it because they don't want you doing things like that. Right. But I was able to kind of like spread them a little bit in like the outfield section, like in the dirt. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. I know. I was sneaky. But my grandpa deserves it. And like, you know, he he was at the World Series in 2001. Um, oh, that's cool. You know, he just loved them, adored them his whole life and so it just felt like really special and something, yeah. I don't know, just a really great way to no, honor I him. No, I love well, that. Yeah, it's one of those pastimes that was a lot bigger years ago, right? Yeah, definitely. So you have the, uh, the older generations that were really into it back in the day and I'm sure it probably happens more often than we think Probably where more people do drop yeah. ashes of their loved ones at, at ballparks like Wrigley Field. You just how many it- dead people are spread around there. <laughs> Haunted places in America. Yeah, Wrigley Field. (laughs) So, Jill, like when you buy tickets to the D-backs game, do you kind of sit in that area where you drop the ashes and just kind of remember Grandpa? Well, I'm the worst granddaughter, but I actually find <laughs> baseball really boring. <laughs> so she bought a ticket to get in there and spread his ashes. And other than that, she, she's like, nah. nah. I mean, I've been there before, for yeah. sure. But I just, it's not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so she only says hi to grandpa when she's driving by, is what That's she's right. saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I literally do that. I'll be driving by to say, hi, grandpa. <laughs> That's so sweet, though. I love that. And if the D-backs call looking for your information, can we pass it along to them, Jill? (laughs) (laughs) Jill who? (laughs) Camel Country 107.9. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.